Hello, how you doing? This is Cedric with the Prophetic Gems USA podcast. And I just want to say something that's very, very profound, but very, very simple. And when I say profound, I'm kind of joking a little bit when I say that, being a little sarcastic. But I'm also being very, very real, actually. It's very, it is, it is actually profound, I think. And that is that life sucks because of sin. Life sucks because of sin. If you want to say that life sucks, I would agree with you. But I would have to, I would have to add that life sucks because of sin. And um, I'm going to take you through my little, uh, maybe I should just say emotional roller coaster that I just had. I just got off of work. And, um, well, first of all, it's been a very tough week. Um, I haven't released a free podcast that I've made earlier this week yet. And I'm going to be releasing those for the next couple of days. And, you know, you could probably listen to those podcasts that I'm going to release. I don't know which one I'm going to release first. If I'm going to release this one first or not, but we'll see. But you, but you might be able to time everything together and see what I'm saying. But it's been a very, very rough week for me. Um, but everything is very, very relative, and that's what God gave me while I was uh, working tonight, and I made a mistake while I was working. I was trying to multitask, and I messed up a customer's order, and so they so they would have to make another order and everything like that, and um, I was hurt by it. I was really, really hurt by it, and, and you know, um, and I'm getting a little emotional right now. I'm trying to fight back the emotion. Excuse me. Excuse me. And um, while I was going through all of my emotions and I'm going to take you through my thoughts and everything like that right now. Do you know what I said? I was thinking about why I was doing this podcast for. And I said... One of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast for is because I'm 43 years old and I've been through a lot of things. I've seen a lot of things. I've been through a lot of things. Hey, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people who would say, oh, you haven't been through anything, right? But that's exactly what I want to share with you tonight. That's the wisdom that I want to share with you tonight is that everything is relative. And don't allow other people to tell you how you should feel. And um, there's times when we should listen to other people and they have very good advice. I'm not saying that we should just go around and say, oh, well, you can't tell me how to feel. You can't tell me how to think and all that other kind of stuff. Because um, I, I would say probably nine times out of 10, you're probably right about that. But there's times when, when we should listen to people. But just for right now, let's just hold that together. Let's just take that in. You know, everything is relative. Everything is relative. And, um, but tonight, when I messed up that customer order, you know, um, I was just talking to God and I was like, God, I'm sorry. You know, God, I need to be a better worker. Even though I work hard and that's why I was so upset. And, you know, I started crying and everything like that. And, you know, I was just talking to God and I was like, God, I'm sorry. You know, somebody was expecting something. They were probably hungry or whatever. And I, and I messed up their order, you know. And, um, I, you know, I put myself in their position. And who knows? Maybe they just had the munchies because, <laughs> you know, I had made a joke. You know, they probably made the order because, you know, it's late at night. They probably made it, you know made the order because they had the munchies because they were doing a little smoking, you know what I mean? Um, I live in Michigan, so, you know, <laughs> it's legal here. So, and, you know, I mean, is it wrong? I would say yes, but, um, I mean, it is what it is, you know. Um, so, whatever. So, I just made a joke about it. And, um, so, and, and you know, I dropped their food. You know, I messed up their order and everything like that. So I felt really bad about it. And I was just talking to God and I was like, God, you know, I want to be a better father. I want to be a better Christian. I want to be a better person. 
you know, uh, because my mess up was more than just about that order. But I was just looking at myself and my life and, you know, and I just wanted to talk to God. And, uh, yeah, um, I haven't like the, I haven't got much sleep this week and that's probably a part of it too. You know, your emotions and everything else gets out of whack when you don't get the sleep that you need. And, um, I plan actually before that happened, it was, it was kind of a rough night, a rough day. Um, but I've been working through it, I, you know, not not complaining, just looking for better. And I was like, tonight, I'm going to get myself to sleep tonight. I'm going to come home and I'm going to have a better, you know, routine of going to sleep and everything like that, you know. And, um, but, but, but when I was talking to God, I was like, God, you know, um, you know, I want my life to be better. I want my life to to mean something. I want my life to to um, just be better, you know. And um, I have some things going on in, in my life right now that I'm pushing through. And I've ha- and I've had people very close to me, my wife, in fact, who has been a person who has been the type of person in her own words that would sabotage our life, me, my son's life. And I, and I said to myself, you know what? Um, I can do that by myself. I can do that all by myself. So I don't need anybody else to help me to sabotage my life, you know, but at the same time, I was doing a lot of reflecting at myself. And then I believe the Holy Spirit was just showing me all the things that I was doing. I, man, I'm doing a lot of things, man. And I won't say that I'm doing too much. Somebody else will say that I'm doing too much. But but my problem in my life is that nobody will. Nobody will say, Cedric, you're doing too much. Cedric, you're doing help. You know, Cedric, you need help. And that's a part of the that's part of the reason why I'm very emotional right now is because um I'm basically alone in life. Um but Jesus is there, y'all. Jesus is there. You know, I've been going through a lot of spiritual warfare. Um, and but again, if you listen to my other podcast, please go go back and look, listen to my other podcast. You, you can get a little backstory on me. Um, but I'm winning. Thank God I'm able to help other people and show them how to um, be delivered from spiritual attacks from the devil, from people who are doing witchcraft and things of that nature. And so, um, um, so yeah, you know, but you know, um, I've been through a lot of spiritual warfare and that, and that can be very tough. It can be very tough. And, but the, the blessed part is, and I want you all to hear this. The blessed part is that I'm learning that you got to go all in. You can't be like going halfway in. All right. On D-Day, I did a blog about D-Day, a spiritual blog about D-Day. And I I compared spiritual warfare to D-Day. You got to get your strategy together. You got to get your soldiers together. You got to mass up all the will that you have. Get your mind right. And you got to go and you got to storm those beaches, man, and attack your enemy. And you have to be ready for the attack of your enemy the same and in the same way. You know, D-Day, the attack on Normandy back in 1944, was it? 1944, I believe it was. 1943, maybe. I'm pretty sure it was June 6, 1944. Um, a lot of people died on D-Day. So spiritually, that means that we have to pick up our cross and we're going to die a little bit. We're going to um, pay for spiritual warfare. And that means your time, you know, praying, um, fasting, reading your word, um, not doing certain things, not hanging around certain people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's, 
you're going to have to pay something in this life, you know. And so as I was just talking to God and, you know, very emotional and just like, you know, you know, again, I I love it because like this week I was saying like like the past week going um coming from last week also into this week I was just saying to myself accountability accountability is the word and and I was talking about other people because in in our nation accountability is like you know a lot of people don't want to be accountable in my personal life same thing you know Cedric you have to be accountable but everybody else, nobody else has to be accountable, you know, nobody else has to be accountable, you know, and so I was like, accountability, and do you know what I'm proud of? I'm proud of because tonight, when I was talking to God, I wasn't, I was crying out to God, but I wasn't in a self-pity mode, oh God, no one is helping me, or Whatever, whatever, whatever. No, what I was doing was I was saying to God, you know what, God, I want to be a better person. I want to be a better worker. I want to be a better, you know, better with my finances. I want to be a better father. I want to be all these things. And then immediately God showed me all of the things. I, again, I I do believe it was God. He had to remind me, Cedric, you know what? I hear you, but you're doing a great job. Keep on pushing through. Keep on refining what's going on. And I said to myself, you know what? Okay. Okay. You know what? I know what I'm going to do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to keep pushing. And then I thought about the fact that some people quit, y'all. Some people quit. The devil wants you to quit, but don't quit. Some people, as I have been in spiritual warfare, God showed me some things. Some people quit and they stop calling on God. And they start calling on the devil. They turn to sin. They turn to drugs. They turn to crime. Because life is so hard. And sometimes Christians act like in, 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 the, in the church age. and this church age. They act like life is so rosy. And life is so peachy. And you know life is so good. And everybody's just so victorious in Jesus. You know, life is just like a sermon. You know, everybody's just so victorious. You know, nobody wants to admit that they have problems or that they have failures or that, you know, they had a bad day even. Nobody wants to admit it. And people are dying inside. And you see them on the news or you see that they got a divorce or you see that they cheated on their on their spouse. And I thought, I, but, but hold on for a minute. I, th- I, I thought you were super Christian. You were preaching and you were teaching as if like, you know, like everything is peachy. And as a Christian and you're a super Christian, you have to be a super Christian, too. And that really robs us of what the. Bible teaches us about life. Life is very hard. If we want to minister to other people, we have to understand that life is very hard. If we want to understand what other people are going through, we have to understand that life is very hard. If we want to overcome our own problems, we have to admit that life is very hard. And Sometimes you have to allow yourself to cry. You have to allow yourself to be humble. You have to allow yourself to just, you know, just, you know, admit, man, my enemy hit me pretty hard. Man, you know, I got caught with a right hand. I got caught with a punch to the stomach, to the gut. I wasn't quick enough, you know, I didn't train hard enough for whatever it is, or I'm just human. And we got to admit that sometimes I remember people preaching, saying, oh, don't have a pity party when you're, you know, complaining. And when you're, you know, you know, talking about, you know, what's going on and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, this, oh, this is a bad day or whatever. Or, you know, I'm, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. They say. 
that God is not listening to you. They say that, the, but the devil is there with you, with a tissue, saying everything is going to be all right. That's what they say. That's what I remember hearing as a Christian many times from the pulpit. And I believe that, you know, I would have to say that a lot of me believe that. But this is what I've learned. This is what I want to share with you. This is what I believe. I believe that God is there when you are having a bad day. And when you feel that um, you're just overwhelmed with emotion, whether you're sad or whether you're, um, you know, you're complaining about something, um, you're complaining about people. It's okay. Have that moment. I really think that people have to have that moment. Um, I had a friend a long time ago. And what is that young lady's name? Oh, my God. Toya. I had a friend named Toya. You guys probably don't know her. Maybe she's listening to this program. Hi, Toya. Um, Fort Carson, Colorado. Uh, let me see. 2002, maybe? 2000. I think we were in together around 2002. She was in a, another unit. She was a good friend of mine. Good Christian friend of mine. Oh, my God. Went to the same church. And, um, you know, we were just pals, you know. Um, and um, Toya got out of the military. And she called me one night and she was crying. And she was just so emotional because she had a baby coming. God bless her and the child many times over. She was from Georgia. Beautiful young lady. Inside it out. And um, she, she she had a baby coming. The father wasn't there. And she was about to have the baby and everything like that. And she was like, this prophetess came to her, to her, um, came to her um, to see her in the hospital. I was still in Fort Carson, Colorado. She had went back home to Georgia. You know what I'm saying? So, and I mean, we would talk. But I never knew that she was actually, like, looking up to me, kind of, sort of, maybe, you know. Of course, you know, I mean, you know, you do that to friends. So I'm not saying that I was, you know, her elder or anything like that. You know, you look up to friends, you know, whatever. Or you just lean on them in a time of need. But I had no idea that she, like, now that I look back on it, you know what I'm saying. Um, you know, she called me for a shoulder to cry on. And... I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was trying to get with her. <laughs> I was trying to get with her. I was a young single man in 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 the military, and I really liked her. But I used to always go over to her to see her in in the dorm room, and um, you know we used to talk and everything like that. And boom, I used I used to leave or whatever, and she used to always tell me that she's dating these men, these married men and stuff like that. And you know I was a very 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 young Christian. I can't even remember what I told her or you know. Or whatever, but I was I always used to used to try to minister to her, and I knew that I was on a different level of faith than she was. Didn't judge her, not one bit, you know. But I but I knew that I was on a different level of faith than 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 she was at at the time, and you know it you know it caught up with her, you know. Um, but she called me and she said, "Yeah, this prophetess came to my room and she said, don't cry.'" And, 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 and I told her, I said, you know what? I disagree with that. If you want to cry, go ahead and cry. Get it out. Crying is good. Crying is good for you. And people try to act like you have to be so strong all the time as a Christian. And I want to remind people that Jesus on the cross, when Jesus was on the cross, and this is what I thought about tonight. He said, Father, Father, why have thou forsaken me? You know, those people who are preaching, oh, you know, don't, you know, you're having a pity party. Stop having a pity party, you know, because God's not there, you know. Well, Jesus, who was God, who became sin on the cross, he was in agony. He was in pain, not just physically, but emotionally because his father, he could not feel his father's presence. And he cried out to God. And now I know it's a totally different situation that me and you would ever be in because we can't die for the sins of the world. We're not God himself. But Jesus was 
the God man. He was God in the flesh. And he is a picture of us. And um, I'm going to say that it's okay if you do not understand what is going on, or even if you do understand what was going on, because because Jesus, of course, he knew what was going on, right? He knew what was going on, and, and he knew why he was on that cross. But he still said, Father, Father, why have thou forsaken me? Because he just wanted to have he just wanted to have a conversation with God. So if you want to cry out to God, thank you, Jesus. If you need to cry out to God, then cry to God. And that's what I wanted to do tonight. I wanted to cry out to God and ask him to help me to intervene in my situation. Because God, I need you. I need you, Lord. I need to talk to you, Lord. I need to share with you how I feel. I need you to minister to me, Jesus, in my time of need. And yes, I thought at that time, I thought, you know what? I know that there's a lot of people going through a lot of things that are a lot worse than, 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 than what I'm going through right now. Yeah, I thought about that. But then I also thought about that everything is relative. What you are going through right now, it might not be a lot to some people, but it might be a lot to you. And it's just a moment that you have to grow through. It's a moment that you have to mature through. Hallelujah. And that's why I turned it right back to God and I said, God, forgive me. Forgive me, Lord, for my sins. Forgive me for my shortcomings. Forgive me, Lord, for complaining. For Forgive me because my life is really super awesome compared to some people's lives, Lord. I live in America. And I know that God heard me because I believe I had the totality of the understanding of the moment that I was in. And that is maturity. And I think that's what God is looking for in us. It's okay to have a moment. Have that moment. Have that moment of vulnerability. Have that moment of, God, I need you. Have that moment of, man, my enemy, you know, has gave me some pretty good shots. But I'm not going to give in. The enemy wants me to give in. He wants me to quit. As I said, some people turn to witchcraft. That's something that God has showed me over the years. Some people turn to witchcraft. Some people give in to the pressure that the terrorist, that's what this, that's what Satan is. He's a terrorist. Terrorists want you to give in to their, to the, to, to their tactics, you know, they're going to attack your finances. They're going to attack, attack your family. They're going to attack your, your health. That's what Satan did to Job, right? Isn't that what he did? Exactly what he did. And if you look at our terrorists today, that's the same thing that they do. You're going to either do two, one or two things. You're going to surrender to the terrorists or you're going to fight the terrorists. You're going to push through. Man, we got hit on September 11th, brother. I'm a, I'm a veteran. We got hit on September 11th. And they wanted us to surrender, but we decided to fight. Thank you, Jesus. And so that's what we have, that's what we have to do as Christians. We have to decide to fight. Take your moment. Take your moment and cry. You know, take your moment and talk to God. Take take your moment and talk about it. You know, but then get back up and keep on pushing. And that's what I decided to do tonight. I decided that I was going to keep on pushing. That I was not going to allow whatever was going on to stop me from reaching my destiny. I'm going to be greater than I ever thought that I was going to be. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I'm going to get myself together. I'm going to refine myself. Hallelujah. What does the Bible say? Um, and I believe it was John chapter 14. Every, <laughs> I am the true vine. Thank you, Jesus. I am the true vine. And every, uh, let me see here. Let me put it up real quick. Okay, I got it. Actually, it's John chapter 15. So our awesome Jesus, he says, I am the true Grapevine. Mm, so beautiful. Oh, so tasty. And my father is the gardener. Oh, that's so beautiful. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit. So they will produce even more. 
You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the, from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Oh, glory be to God. Verse 5. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burnt. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great joy, glory to the Father. Oh, so beautiful, so beautiful. I, I love that chapter so much. And I know that there's a lot of people, especially this year, who are going through so much. I know that in 2020, there's a lot of people in this day and age where the enemy, I believe the Antichrist is at the door. The, the Antichrist might be already alive, y'all. The, the person who is going to be embodied by Satan himself might be already alive on the earth, walking around right now, not knowing that they are the chosen one, like Mary was the chosen one for Jesus to 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 bear Jesus that person might be walking around right now and the antichrist might be right at the door and that might be part of the reason why we're going through so much right now y'all with plagues earthquakes isn't that what Jesus said in Matthew 24 when the disciples asked well what would be the signs of your return and Jesus said when all of these things happen, earthquakes in diverse places, you know, I forgot the other things that, that he said, but he's a lot of signs and wonders, y'all. A lot of signs and wonders. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. The love of many shall wax cold is one of the things that he said. And Lord knows we're seeing that right now. <laughs> My goodness. Whew. An uptick in violence in 2020. People are not getting more kinder to each other because of the pandemic. There's a lot of love going on, too. Don't get me wrong. But people are not getting kinder. They're getting more angry. Whether it's politics, whether it's in the streets. People are, I mean, carjacking is up in Chicago. Um, crime, shootings are up in New York. Um, you're talking about Atlanta. You're talking about... All across the country, in my city that I live in, it's not a huge city. It's not even known for crime, y'all. But everything is up, crime, violence, you know. And so, and that's since June, since the racial riots by the witchcraft team of BLM, Black Lives Matter witchcraft team. Look it up if you haven't already. They practice witchcraft. I'm not going to go there right now, but because it's not about that, but I, but I have to, I'm calling them out and I'm educating people about what's going on right now. We are in a time right now where as Christians, we are under attack. And that's what Jesus is talking about here in John chapter 15. I am the true vine. And what he's describing here is the pruning that happens. And you have to be humble to be, to be pruned because you, because you understand being pruned Picture yourself being a branch. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Have you ever seen some pruners before? My father was a gardener. So I so I so I know how 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 prunes prunes look. Well, pr being a being a gardener was his hobby actually. But pruners, man, if you were that branch man, that had to hurt getting things cut off you and everything like that, that, that can't be something that feels good. So, but God is pruning the branches that bear fruit. So that's me and you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And so it's not going to feel good all the time, but man, you can look good, man. I'm going to look good, man. I look good. Hallelujah. I know I look better. I look better right now than I looked two hours ago 
or an hour ago, whatever it was when I was going through what I was going through. I didn't feel good, y'all. I didn't feel good because I, man, sometimes I work so hard and I feel like, man, I'm not getting anywhere. You know? And that's only because I have to be smarter. I have to be pruned. I have to be more organized. You know, all these different things, you know, and I'm going to do it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And sometimes that's just life, y'all. Life is hard. But at the end of the day, I say, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain. I'm a soldier, man. I'm a soldier. That's what I said to myself. And that's what I said to God. And so it's that maturity and knowing that, as Jesus said, that if you remain in me, he said, I am the grapevine. Hallelujah. <laughs> I am the grapevine. I am the true vine. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So all we got to do is just remain to the source of our, our abilities of our life. And that's Jesus Christ. If we remain in him, then we will produce much fruit. But first, we got to be pruned first. But also what he said was, anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. So those are those people that I, that I told you about that God showed me who gave up. They gave up on God. They went through a lot of things in life and we got to pray for them, Okay. We got to pray for them. They went through a lot of things in life. Maybe they went through a lot of things when they were a child and they were abused when they were a child or they were neglected when they was a child or, um, you know, maybe they had an okay childhood. Maybe they went through something when they were in high school or when they was in college, something happened to them. Or when they got married, you know, maybe someone abused them or, or neglected them or deserted them or abandoned them. You know, you never know what other people have been through or how it affected them. And you're like, why are you acting like that for? You just went through that. And you might be right about that. But for them, it's something that they need to get through and get over because life is hard and everything is relative. And that's something that we have to remember and try to counsel people through. And. But some people gave up. Some people gave up and they turned to witchcraft, they turned to crime, they turned to sin. Because life sucks. Life sucks. Jesus got crucified. You know, why did Jesus why did Jesus get crucified for? He didn't do anything. He was just healing people and, you know, encouraging people and delivering them from evil because life sucks. Because of sin. Jesus got crucified because of sin. Life sucks because of sin. That's what I believe. Life really sucks because of sin. Job, you know, Job was an upright man, praying for his children, tithing for his children when they were grown. He had a great family. They spent time together. Even as adults, they looked out for each other. But all his children died in one day. And he got, you know, sick with boils. No one wanted to be around him. People thought that he sinned or whatever. And that was the reason why he was attacked by the devil. And um, But the truth was, he was an upright man and he lost all his children in one day. Life sucks. Because of sin, life sucks. He didn't do it, but Adam and Eve did it. Well, of course, of course, of course, Adam, you know, Job sinned too. But, but, but I'm saying, in that particular instance, it sucked because of sin, you know. And um, so you have a lot of stories of the, about that in the Bible. And what God is really showing us again is that he, thank you, Jesus. Uh, because, of course, what he does is he restores Job and he, and he gives him double for his trouble. Everything he went through, he got double for it. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And, um, and life is very, very hard. And we can't act like that it's not hard. Some people just act like, you know, why are you upset for? Why are you angry for? Why are you, you know, sad for? And the fact of the matter is that I got an issue. I got a problem and I need to solve this problem. 
and you won't help me solve it because you're too busy not understanding that I'm going through something that you might think is trivial. Now, the issues that I've been going through, I must be honest with you, have not been trivial. <laughs> you know, um, but I'm, I'm, but I'm trying to make a point here with what happened to me tonight, which it wasn't a huge thing. It wasn't a big thing in the whole scheme of things, but it hit me hard because of the things that I've been going through. And a lot of people are just like me in a different way, in a, in a different situation. And I want you to have that maturity and pass on that maturity in life that we have to keep on pushing and understanding that there's a lot of people who are going through a lot of things and they just need help. And that's what we're here for as Christians. We need to find people to help. There's, there's another scripture where in Luke 5, 31, let's see here, Luke 5, 31, here we go. Later, as Jesus left the town, he saw a tax, collector a tax collector named Levi sitting at his tax collector's booth. Follow me and be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Levi got up and left everything and followed him. Later, Levi had held a banquet at his home with Jesus as a guest of honor. Many of Levi's fellow tax collectors and other guests also ate with him. But the Pharisees and their teachers of religious law complained bitterly to Jesus' disciples, why do you eat and drink with such scum? Jesus answered them, healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come to call not those who think that they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners and need to repent. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. In other translations, Jesus said, says, um, I, I believe he says, I'm the great physician. And he says that... Um, Maybe is maybe is similar. He's well, of course, you know this is a, this is the, the the New Living Translation that I'm reading from. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how 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 it said how he says it in my mind. But yeah, that's basically it. Um, Jesus said that basically. Look, this is what Jesus is saying. Basically, what I was just saying, and that's why the Holy Spirit gave me the scripture just now, is that look. There are some people who think, you know what? I don't need help. I'm good. They have so much pride. They don't think that they need help. And those are, those are some of those people who are preaching. Who say, oh, don't have that pity party. Don't feel bad for yourself. You know, don't, um, you know, don't, don't look down. Go. Keep your head up. Don't you dare put your head down. Keep your head up. But sometimes it's okay to put your head down. Sometimes it's okay to, you know, be in a bad mood, you know. But just always know that Jesus will turn things around for you. Look to Jesus. Turn to Jesus. And that's what Jesus, Jesus is talking about right here. Is the people who understand that they don't have it all together. I don't have it all together, but Jesus does. So Jesus look, he looked for those people. That's that's what he spent his time doing every single day, him and his disciples, looking for those people who needed help. Not for the people who were who were too proud to say, you know what, I'm having a bad day. You know what? I'm going through some tough things right now. You you know what? The devil is kicking my butt. You know what? I can't stop doing this. I can't stop doing that or whatever. Jesus said, I did not, I have not, I have come to call not those who think that they are righteous, but those who know that they are sinners and need to repent. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So Jesus is looking for human beings. He's, he's looking for people who are human, not superhuman. And many times people act like they're superhuman and they act like you can't be human. When they are hiding things that are just eating them up and destroying them sometimes. People will look down on you because you don't know how to tie your shoe. And they're like, oh, I know how to tie my shoe. You don't know how to tie your shoe? I know how to tie my shoe. Oh, I knew how to tie, tie my shoe two years ago, and you still don't know how to do it. You know, did, 
they'll they'll look down on you just because of that, you know. Instead of helping you, you know what? Let me show you how to tie your shoe. You know, they'll be like, "Don't be weak," you know, things of that nature. Things of that nature, you know. And um, and yeah, so you know, I had a moment tonight. You know, I had a moment tonight, and whew, it felt good. It felt it didn't feel good at the time. It felt really bad at the time, man. But it felt good because I allowed it to happen. I allowed it. I, I allowed myself to go through the process, and right now I'm stronger. I'm stronger. I I came home. I turned on the TV, and guess what I saw? Um, I have it on the Weather Channel right now, and I saw a volcano. <laughs> There's a volcano in Mexico, and it was so beautiful. It was so awesome. You know, and for me, it meant God was saying there's some things that are built up. There are something there's some powerful things that are built up inside of us. And sometimes it has to release itself. All that power is going to be released. People keep stuff built in. They keep things built in and they don't let it out. But sometimes God would just let that pressure go. And sometimes it comes out in tears, you know. But also, I believe that God is going to bless us. I was just praying when I came in. God, bless me, God. Bless my family, God. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, I'm praying for a blessing for those who are listening to this message. Oh, God, bless them. Bless their family. Bless their friends. God, we even pray for their enemies. God, we pray for all of those who are weak right now. All of those who are going through things right now, God, who need your hand to touch them. God, let us not judge each other. Let us not look down on each other, God. But let us look in the best of each and every person, oh God, we pray in the name of Jesus. People who have went through things and they and they gave up, God. God, they turned to witchcraft, God. God, they turned to crime. God, they turned to sin. God, they turned to uh, uh, um, drugs, God. We pray for those people right now, God, because your grace and your mercy is so powerful. Your love is so powerful, God. You did not give up on them because they made a mistake, because they went through a lot and through life, God, and they just decided to quit. They just decided to surrender to the enemy. They just decided to listen to that voice who were saying, why don't you just um, go and rob somebody? Why don't you just go and sell drugs? Why don't you just go and sell your body? Why don't you just go and do all types of things, oh God, that's not like you, that is harmful to them, oh God, to their spirit, to their bodies, to their family members, God. God, we just pray for them right now in the name of Jesus that they would turn around, God, because you are able to forgive them, God. You are willing to forgive them, God. You want to forgive them, oh God, for their sins right now. God, we pray for that they will be delivered from the evil spirit that would tell them that you have to give in. Instead of remaining in God, instead of looking to God, you do not have to give in. Thank you, Jesus. God, we would not give in. And that's what I told you tonight, Lord God, that I would not give in. The enemy wants me to give in. That's what he wants me to do. And at that moment, I knew what God wanted me to share with other people because people people are going to give up. People are going to give up because of all the pressure. They're going to give up because of all the pressure. They're going to give up because it feels so bad. They're going to give up because they think it's over. But God is like, no, remain in me. I am the true vine. Remain in me. I need you to pray more. I need you to fast more. I need you to seek me more. I need you to be more honest and open with me. It's okay that you are human. It's okay that you make mistakes. It's okay. You don't have to be like the preacher on TV who's preaching a false doctrine, a false lifestyle, or the preacher at your church maybe. I don't know. Whoever it is or a preacher that you heard 10 years ago, whoever that preacher is, that's preaching a false lifestyle, a false Christianity, and then you're going to, they're going to be found dead. They're going to be found dead of a drug overdose because they were preaching one thing and living another thing. They were preaching something that you cannot live, actually, or that, that. Um, that that wasn't for many people, maybe it's for a few people, but they weren't preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Do you know what I saw next on the AccuWeather channel? I saw a commercial where there, there were a young girl who needed medicine and she was so skinny. Mm. A young girl in Africa and she needed medicine. And her mother was holding her and the doctor was helping her and everything like that. And they were saying, send money to help these children. And I haven't seen one of those commercials in a long time, y'all. But God saw fit that I would see the commercial tonight. Again, there's some people who have things a lot worse than us. So we have to be mature. We have to be mature and to understand. And, you know, I just started crying when I saw it because I was already just very emotional. But when I saw that, I just started crying. You know, I mean, you know, I'm a I'm a very passionate person. And so, you know, like even on a normal day, that could make me cry. You know, um, but tonight after I talked to God and I was like, Lord, you know, I understand that there's people who are worse off than me. So I'm blessed. And I was just thanking God. And I was just like when I got home, you know, throughout the whole thing. But when I got home, I was just thanking God. God, you're so good. God, God, you know, God, I thank you for everything you're doing in our lives. So God, God, I thank you, God. God, you're so worthy, God. And. Um, you know, just bless God, bless God through everything that you're going through. Bless God. Let his praises always be in your mouth because he is so, so good. It could be much worse. Mm. It could be much worse. Again, we have to have maturity. We have to see things. We have to have a good grasp of life. You know. The fact that, yeah, it's okay to have your moment, but also in that moment, understand things could be worse. It's okay to cry. Let that, let those tears flow. And then think about, first of all, you could be better. You need to be better, maybe, possibly, in that situation. And you make yourself better. You, you keep pushing and you ask God for help and you become better. And... You understand that you have to grow through that moment and you have to become something stronger and something better. And maybe it might take you 10 years. Maybe you might never reach that point, but we need to struggle through it. We need to struggle through it. Hallelujah. We can. Well, what we cannot do is. Bitterness is something that is really tough. You know, that's that's something that we don't want to be. We don't want to be bigger, bitter or ang or angry. You know, again, bitterness is something that might come. Go go through it. Have your moment. Repent and then ask God to help you through it. Anger is something that's, that's going to come. It's okay. God says be angry, but sin not. And, you know, if you have to repent, then repent and go through it, you know. And so, and that's the thing, that we're not going to be perfect. We're not going to be perfect people. And we have to understand that. That we have to push through. Things could be a lot worse. Oh my God. Mm. Things could be a lot worse. Mm, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. God, we bless you and we praise you. And we glorify you. And that's pretty much all that I have to share. I didn't expect to be here for 48 minutes. But um, I think it was very, very important to just share that. Um, share that viewpoint because I'm sure that a lot of people are like, are like me that you have heard that in churches before you know oh God doesn't hear you when you're complaining or when you're having a pity party and stuff like, oh yeah God doesn't hear you but the devil hears you you know and don't 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 get me wrong there's a point to that you know there's a point to that I can see where people are coming from Um, but it seems like I don't hear a lot too much of people saying, you know what? It's okay to cry. It's okay to go through things. It's, o it's okay to be weak sometimes. Because the Bible says that when I am weak, you are strong. Oh, glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. You have to know when, the, when to allow yourself to be weak. Allow yourself to say, you know what, man? Man, you know what? I messed up. I lost. 
and I want to do better. I want to do better, you know. And um, with God's help, with uh, thank you, Jesus, we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. Thank you, Jesus. So, my friends, be blessed. Continue um, in the good work. God's going to continue the good work that he has begun in us. That he's going to see it through. Oh, in these dark days, in these dark hours, in the world, in our nation. Um, wherever you listen to this is at around the world, God is with you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Just like he was with me tonight, God is with you. So be blessed. Um, you can go to my website, Prophetic Gems USA, if you would like to. Um, and check out the website um, if you would like to donate to the podcast of this has blessed you. Um, and you can give a dollar donation. That would be awesome. That would be super awesome. Um, I don't want you to give too much. But if you could support the ministry, um, that would be awesome. Um, one day, I want to open up a church one day. And so you are giving to um, everything that you give is such a blessing. And I really thank you. Um, and if you cannot give, that's fine. Also, pray for me. Pray for me and I'll be praying for you. You know, um, and um, I love you. I thank you for listening. Please share this with somebody. Sh share this with someone. You never know when somebody is going through something, I tell you. And I really think that it will help them with a human perspective. Because sometimes as Christians... We act like we ain't human, y'all. Or people see us and they think that we don't have human moments. And I think it's very, very important that we understand why we are Christians. Hallelujah. And we do walk in the spirit and we do um, sometimes have superpowers <laughs> that God gives us, right? Um, but sometimes we also get really weak and we make mistakes and we mess up and um, we're just human beings. And but Jesus is right there and he just says, hold on, hold on, hold on and you'll be all right. Just just stay right there. Don't move. Don't turn around. Don't run away from me. I got you, you know, and that's that blessed assurance that we have in Jesus. Many blessings to you and yours. Good night. Good day. Bye.